0: 2004, a 32-year-old, Ashley Revel from Kent, decided on a drunken night out with his friends that it would be a good idea to bet big on an all-or-nothing stake in Las Vegas. Despite the hangover, Revel continued to push through with his plan and went one bigger. Revel would sell all of his possessions and stake his entire net worth on a roulette wheel at the Plaza Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Having no clothes, Revel had to hire a tuxedo and converted his net worth into dollars. Armed with over $135,000, Revel had one spin of the roulette, just one spin to make him worth over a quarter of a million or nothing. Having sold all of his possessions, even his clothes, he hoped it would be the former. As the ball was spun, Revel was yet to make up his mind in a last minute, last second decision. He went red seven. He won. Revel had just doubled his net worth to over a quarter of a million dollars live on television for all to see. Now Revel, aware he was playing an unfavorable game with a zero edge, decided against going double or nothing understanding that this bet it's all policy works until it doesn't. Revel bought some clothes, packed his bags and returned to the UK. He sold all unnecessary items that had no true value, kept his possessions disposed of and decided that he ought to make memories. So traveled across Europe. In doing so, Revel met his future wife, is now married with two children, and is probably conservatively investing in the FTSE 100 using a cost averaging program. On this week's podcast, we'll be discussing CAP. Revel wasn't a poor man trying to change his life going all in. With pitch and toss. To fund his drunken bet, he sold his Rolex. Doubling your money sounds great, and it also sounds like a lot. What's more, if you can double your money in just one day, you are returning a compounded annual growth rate far in excess of Warren Buffett in just five days. Better yet, you could do all your five bets on a Monday have the week off, and still be better than Warren. If you could double your money once a day, in just 15 days, you'd have made more money than Warren Buffett has since 1965. That is, Revel could have done in 15 bets, say an hour, what it has taken Warren over 50 years to do. Scan the Forbes Rich List and get back to me. The problem with investing is when people see someone else do something amazing, they want to do it for themselves. Investing, gambling and speculating do not come with the same, don't try this at home disclaimer than that of other highly speculative things like any can evil stunt. Thus people end up trying it at home. What's worse, the barrier to entry is far lower. If you witnessed Evil Knievel jump over 14 buses on a motorbike whilst blindfolded, it's very difficult to find a motorbike, a ramp, 14 buses, and an insurance provider to attempt the move yourself. However, if you witness someone double their money in Bitcoin, or by putting a bet on Red 7, or buying and selling NFTs, it is much easier to Google Bitcoin, or logging into an online betting app, or finding people willing to sell you JPEGs for six figures. No less stupid though. So now all or nothing is out of the equation. What do we do if we find something non-speculative with solid grounds and reasonably priced? Does all or nothing now apply? Well, it turns out all or nothing is pretty stupid, whether you are saving, investing in bonds or even buying equities. So now what? Well, there are a whole manner of mathematical formulae to help drive the proportion of your wealth you should put on a bet. However, if you're calculating the Kelly formula for your investments, chances are you aren't indexing. One system is to follow a simple cost averaging program. As it says on the tin, you are averaging your costs over time. Suppose upon arriving at your local Shell petrol station on Monday morning, the attendant says you can either pay for your 50 pound a week tank as normal, or you can pay 2,600 pounds, which is 50 pounds a week over the course of a year, and simply fill up every Monday morning without paying. This would be a good deal, providing petrol was to become more expensive. As on your second trip, Suppose filling your tank now costs £60, you would have saved yourself ten. But you aren't an economist, and you, like everyone else on the planet, has no idea how much the price of petrol will be in a week, a month, or even a year. So suppose you took the deal and the price of petrol fell, you would have already paid £50 a week up front, and yet a tank only costs £40. So the cap system while sounding technical and alien, is what we've all been doing for most of our lives. We buy often as to account for any variation in costs. We do not, however, typically apply this to our investments. As such, for the investor of whom does not wish to research companies, but wishes to benefit from the compounding system that is the stock market, a cost averaging program is the most useful process. As you are unsure whether the market is undervalued or overvalued, just like petrol, you should buy little and often. The market cycle may last three, five or seven years. So you should take how much you have available to invest and divide this by three, five or seven and invest that amount per year. Suppose you have 36,000 pounds to invest and you decide that a three year cycle is wise. So you decide to initiate a three year cost averaging program, thus aim to invest £12,000 a year. As such, you'll invest £1,000 a month into the general market. If you're a UK investor, you may choose to invest your £1,000 a month into the FTSE 100. This way, you'll benefit from the compounding machine that is the world stock market, whilst ensuring at no point you invest too much at the wrong time. Even if you're as lucky as Revel, And that's all for today. If you like, subscribe. If you don't, don't. See you next week. Before you go, I am a rock group with four members. All have now passed away. What am I? This podcast is being made available by Bolingbroke Capital and is solely for informational, educational, and entertainment purposes only. Bolingbroke Capital is not providing any financial, economic, legal, or other advice in or by virtue of this podcast. You should not make any investment decision based on the information presented within this podcast without consultation with a professional financial advisor.